And he suggests either the Rebbeinu Shalom knew that there would be Avdei Kachavim who would take on this practice, or perhaps this was the practice of uh, previous um, the denominations of Avdei Kachavim, even preceding uh, the Christians, that they just adopted uh, the practice, which was the practice of Avdei Kachavim preceding them. But either way, the Rambam writes that uh, the Easter of sh- shaving off the corners of the head, the Pasei Harosh, is because that, that was the practice of the Avdei Kachavim. The tour. Disagrees. Yeah. Over here in Ois Beis, ain't anu tzrichim levakish tam lemitzvus ki mitzvus melachim aleinu afla nedatayman. He's opposed to the Rambam even suggesting a reason for this mitzvah. What's his great opposition? The Rambam always says reasons for mitzvahs, and I believe uh, Beis Yosef um, explains that the Torah's opposition was he understood that the Rambam was going to give some sort of uh, limitation to this mitzvah, to the, some sort of definition which would limit his application based on this reason that it was uh, in order to distance ourselves from the Erdik Kavim. And the tour was opposed to any kind of limitations on this mitzvah or, you know, rationales that might limit its, uh, its application. And the tour felt that this is a from the Rebbe Shalom not to cut the corners of the head. And it was not because that was the practice of Avdei Avdei Zara. In fact, this machlekes between the Ramam and the tour could serve as uh, the basis for another machlekes harishen between the Rambam and the Rosh. The Rambam with regards to in what way, in what way is one in violation of this uh, Easter of cutting off the corners of the, uh, of the head. The Rambam writes that you're only in violation of this Easter if you do it with a razor. The Rambam over here, If you use a razor, which implies if you use a, would use scissors in any form, uh, that would be okay. The Rush disagrees. And the Rosh over here, Oisei, says that no, not only is HaKafas HaRosh Aser with a razor, but even Misfarayim, even scissors are Aser. And he's basing himself on the Gemara and Marcus. The Gemara notices the difference in language between uh, the Easter of cutting off the corners of the head versus the Easter of cutting off the corners of the beard. The Pasuk says, You shouldn't round off the corners of the head, but it doesn't mention any destroying. Whereas with regards to the zakon, the Pasuk says, You should not destroy the corners of the beard. So the Gemara comments with regards to the Peos HaZakon, over here, Oizdal, the Gemara in Makis, says that there are two psukim with regards to the beard. One Pasuk is with regards to all of Klau Yisrael, that's in Parshish Kedoshim, But then there's a Pasuk with regards to the Kaihanim, So it says you shouldn't cut it, Giluach. By Jews, by all of Klal Yisrael, it says you shouldn't destroy. By the Kahanim, it says you shouldn't cut. So the Gemara says, why does it say both with regards to the Zakan? Because you're only, uh, by the Zakan, it's not only a razor, it's Giluach Sheye, uh, I'm sorry, it's only a razor. It's Giluach Sheyejwa It's cutting off, destroying the hair in a way of cutting. The Gemara says, if it only would have said you shouldn't cut, I might have said, let's read the whole Gemara. Tanar Abanan Ufazikanam Lo you shouldn't cut off the corners of your beard. You would think even if you cut it with scissors, therefore the Pasuk says you shouldn't destroy. If it just would have said you shouldn't destroy, even if you pull it out with the tweezers, you would be chayim, which is not cutting. So it says both. You shouldn't cut, you shouldn't destroy. Cutting, which has destroying, which destroys the hair entirely. So the Gemara says that's with a razor. So the Gemara says, by a beard, it's only with a razor. 
That's where it says Loisashkis by the Pales Harosh. It doesn't say that. It says Loisakifu Paso Shechem. So the Rush understands by, uh, by the corners of the head, it's even if it's not a razor, even scissors would be Yasser. Is Hashkacha Hashkasa? Is that because it's. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. So by the Rush, it's even scissors. The Rambam holds by the corners of the head, it's also only a razor. According to the Rosh, that it's only scissors. So what does that mean? You can't never cut the Peos Harosh? Even scissors. What, what shear of scissors? Any scissors? Any time? So Yam Shoshlamah says yes. The Marshal and that Gemara Masechus Yavamah's comments. We don't know what the shear is. How much can't you cut? Who says that it's only it's a shortcut? Even if not. From here comes the Chumrah. That uh, very few have adopted that not to cut the pears harosh at all because the rosh says scissors are also we don't know what the shear is. The shochan aruch. What do you say? The rosh says the shear talks me about harosh. No, no, no. The rosh and ois hey. That's the rambam. We'll get to the rambam. Shochan aruch quotes the rosh and the rambam. He quotes first over here oisain ain't ochayv obetar. You only chayv by the pears harosh if you use a razor. Yesh oisim abisbarayim kein tar. And then he quotes the rush, but he limits the rush to scissors in a way that's similar to that of a razor. And we'll explain where he got that shear from. But according to the, to the way the Shulchan Aruch understood the rush, it's not any scissors. Yam Shalom said you should never cut the Peos HaRosh ever with scissors. The Shulchan Aruch understood within the rush that even though scissors is us, it's only scissors in a way that's similar to a razor. And we'll define what that means. And as we know, that is our practice to be machmer like the rush, that not only a razor, but even scissors ke'en atar, uh, would also be also. What is this Machlekes uh, based on? So the Arugas Habaisim was the uh, founder of Pupach Hasidus. So the Arugas Habaisim writes in his Chuvis that this Machlekes is a Lishitasai from the Ramam and the Tur. The Ramam's opinion is that the reason why you're not allowed to cut off the Peos Harosh is because that was the practice of Oivde Avodah Zara. Oivde Avodah Zara did not use scissors. They used a razor on that part of the head. So if that's the way they cut off, they rounded off the corners of the head, so then that's the way that's also for us. So it's only Yasser if you use a razor. The Rosh was following in the opinion of the Tur. The Tur, of course, is the son of the Rosh, who understood that this is not because it's following the practice of the Oyvdeh of the Zara. This is Exeris HaKosah, from the Rebbeinah Shalom, not to cut off uh, the hair, to round off the, the corners of the head. So if that's the case, it makes no difference how you go about it. It doesn't have to be specifically a razor. Even scissors uh, would be Yasser, since the language of the Pusik is different from that by the beard, where it says you shouldn't destroy. Here, even scissors would be prohibited. So this machlekes, whether it's scissors, ke'entar, that's what's also only, it's only a razor, could have its roots in this machlekes between the Ramam and the Tur with regards to what is the nature of, uh, of the Easter in the first place. Okay, but where did the Shulchan Aruch get this limitation? The Rush said, again, the Rambam holds you only chayev uh, by the Peos HaRosh as well if you use a razor. The opinion of the Rush was that even if it's misbarayim, uh, even scissors, and then the Shulchan Aruch limited it to Misbarayim Ke'ein Tar. Scissors, in a way that's similar to a razor. Where did he get that from? So the Shulchan Aruch imported that, uh, that halacha, that, you know, that definition, or that, uh, that kind of halacha, the Misbarayim Ke'ein Tar, from Hilchus Nazirus. The Pasuk says by a Nazir in Parshas Nasoi, Tar lo yavor al roshoi. A razor should not pass over his head. So the Gemara says the Masech does nausea from the fact that it just doesn't say tar. It says, lo yavor al roisha, should not pass over his head. That sounds like it modifies tar. Not only a razor itself 
Anything that's similar to a razor, misparayim, scissors, ke'en tar, in a way that's similar to a razor, is also asif for a nazir. It sounds like if it's misparayim, shaloi ke'en tar would be allowed by a nazir. That's not true. We all know that a nazir uh, doesn't cut his hair at all. But there's two havachas by a nazir. There's kadosh gados gado roshoi, that he's a mitzvah say never to cut his hair. And then there's a loy say for him to cut his hair. Those are two separate things. So in order to violate the loisese of cutting his hair, he has to cut it with misbarayim ke'en tar. If he'll just cut a little bit of snippet off at the end, he will not violate the loisese by a nazir. Just the, he will not be in fulfillment of the mitzvah of gado parasaroshoya, that he should continue to grow his hair. But by the loisase, it's only if it's misbarayim ke'en tar. So the Rambam quotes this halach over here in Hilchas Nazirus, that you're only, uh, he, the nazir only gets malchus if he cuts misbarayim uh, ke'en tar. And that's where the Shulchan Aruch got it from within the Rosh. What is the shear of Misparayim Ke'ein Tar? Well, how long is that? So the Rambam continues in Hilchus Nezirus, which is where the Rambam holds it's relevant. The Rosh holds it's relevant by Hilchus uh, Peyas Harosh. The Rambam holds it's only relevant by Hilchus Nezirus, that it's Misparayim Ke'ein Tar, not only Tar itself, but even scissors in the way of a razor. But how long is that? What is the shear of Misparayim Ke'ein Tar? The Rambam says, You can take the head of the hair, bend it back to the root of the hair, that's not Misparayim Ke'ein Tar. Shorter than that would be scissors in the way of a razor. If it's longer, if there's enough hair that you can take it and bend it back to the root, that's not Misparayim Ke'ein Tar, that's, that's, uh, that's Mutter. Or well, you wouldn't be in violation of the loisese by a nazir. <coughs> Where did the Ramam get that shear from? So that's a Mishnah Mesechtas Nida. The, the Mishnah says Mesechtas Nida, whenever we have a lacha of hair in the Torah, that's the shear. Shtei Cyrus Hamuras Bepara, the two hairs in a paraduma that would apostle it from being a red para. Uvenegayim, the two hairs, last week's parasha, the two white hairs in the middle of the nega. Vamuras Bechol Mokom, or the two hairs of Gadlush, Shtei Cyrus, the shear of hair is Kedei Loch of Roshan Le'ikron. That's the shear. So, so too, the Raman feels that uh, with regard to the prohibition by the Nazir, the shear uh, that you would need is Kedeilach of Rosh and not to violate the Loisese. Based on that, Rambam in Hilchas Nazirus, <coughs> so the uh, Dakei Tshuva quotes the name of Sam Seifer, that that should be our shear with regards to Peos Harosh. The Rambam holds Yom Echai by Peos Harosh if you use a razor. The Rosh holds even Misparayim Kain Tar, which is the halacha that we found by Nazirus. And by uh, Nazirus, the shear is. Uh, that Kedei Loch of Rosh and Le'ikran, said the Rambam. So, so too, the Dakei Tshuva quotes the name of Chsam Seifer by Peos HaRosh, which is the way we pass him like the Rosh, it should also be Kedei Loch of Rosh and Le'ikran, that the hair could bend back to its root. How long is that? So the, um, quoting the name of Rebel Yashiv, it's been publicized in the name of Rebel Belsky, I presume that it preceded him, that the, the, uh, the number two on a shaver, According to most, is kedei loch of rosh and leikron, and you're not in violation of uh, cutting too close. Misbaraim kein tar. If it's uh, shorter than that, then you might be in violation of that. Uh, it's not enough kedei loch of rosh and leikron. Perhaps, according to the rush, would be a problem of loisakifu peyos harosh. Others are machmer even to a three, but I think the minig ha'olam for those who are machmer like this is a two. However, there is another opinion though in the rishonim other than the Rambam. Even though sh- hair, when we, a person needs hair in halacha by the paraduma, by negoyim, the shear is k'deilach of Rosh Ikron, Tysus disagrees and Tysus holds that's only when you need hair. When we're discussing destroying hair, perhaps the shear is different. 
Tysus says in Mesechtas Nazir, with regards to the prohibition by Nazir of cutting his hair, that it's Ke'en Tar, Sha'oiker Hasar Umashrisomei It destroys the hair from its root, and it sounds like there's nothing left. That's Misbarayim Ke'en Tar. Anything longer than that, where it doesn't destroy the hair from its root, would be allowed. And the Bir Halacha implies like Tysus, because the Bir Halacha has a rant against those who. Um, in the halacha about taking a haircut with Oiv Dei Avodah Zarah as the barber, so the Bi'ar Halacha goes off on uh, certain halachas of haircuts. So he writes, I think he's actually quoting from the Yeshua Yankov. We find in our time people are destroying the peos haroish to the hair, I'm sorry, cutting it to the skin itself. There's nothing left. There's a Perhaps they're over, and in this is their rights of a Hayalem Lishaya They should at least leave a little bit of a little bit. So it sounds like if they would leave a little bit of a little bit, there wouldn't be a problem. So it doesn't sound like it needs Kedai Loch of Rosh and Igron. It sounds like if they would leave a little bit, already they would not be in violation of this, uh, of this Easter. They quote like that from Rabchaim too. That Rabchaim held, we should pass in like Taisis and Mesechtas Nazir, that the Shear is not, even though we're Machmir like the Rosh. That it's not only a razor, it's even Misparaim Ke'entar. Nonetheless, Misparaim Ke'entar doesn't mean Kedai Lach of Rosh Ikram. Misparaim Ke'entar means that there's some hair left that wasn't cut from the root. Misparaim Ke'entar, that's us, sir, is if it was cut at the root. If it's longer than that, that's not Misparaim Ke'entar, and that would be allowed. The Ramam said, you need Kedai Lach of Rosh Ikram by the Nazir. So maybe that, some adopt that shear, but some uh, follow this more cooler de Kashita, that as long as there's any hair left, um, that, would be, that wouldn't be a problem. How many hairs are we discussing that you, you could uh, violate this Easter? Is it even two hairs? So the Beis Yosef quotes in the name of the Smag, even if you cut, which is a Pashup shot, even if you cut two hairs, two hairs again is the shear of hair in Kola uh, Torakula, if you cut two hairs to this degree, that it's Misparai, is either Tar or Misparaim Ke'en Tar, then you're in violation of, uh, of this Easter of Lois Akifa Pasarosh. The Rambam's opinion, though, a notable opinion of the Rambam over here, Ois Gimel, is that no, not if you cut two hairs. You have to cut so much hair that there's not even 40 hairs left. But if you have a minimum of 40 hairs that were untouched, were not cut in a, in a prohibited fashion, even if you cut the other hairs, it sounds like with a razor for the Rambam. Even if you cut them with the razor itself, you would not be in violation of this Easter. You have to leave 40 Cyrus. If you leave 40 Cyrus, um, then it's not a problem. If you cut more than 40 Cyrus, uh, then, then it would be a problem. The smog is the other extreme. Smog holds if you cut two hairs, then it's also the Ram holds as long as you leave forty, that's okay. I think uh, I mean it's a little, uh, it's just conjecture, but I think it's uh, it's it's not that much of a stretch. That the Ramam again is following according to the way uh, he understood the prohibition from uh, from the beginning. The Ramam understands that this is a prohibition not to follow in the ways of the Oyv of Zara. The Oyv of Zara rounded off their hair. So as long as you leave 40 cyrus, that's a significant amount of hair, on each side, 20 on each side, so then you're not doing as the, which was the practice of the Oiv Dei Avodah Even if you'll cut part of it with a razor, you won't be in violation of the Easter. The smog is following along the same line of thinking as the Torah and the Rosh, that this is an Easter in the Torah, it's Xeris HaKosov, not to cut the hair uh, with Mispah, as according to the opinion of the Rosh, Mispah Raim Ke'in Tar. And therefore, even if you cut two hairs, which in a fashion of Mispah Raim Ke'in Tar, you'll be in violation of, uh, of this loisese. And this is, uh, I think, supported by the fact, where did the Rambam get the 40 hairs? What's 40? Why 40? Some of the 40 gears are 4. 
to underneath the ear. So Shulchan Aruch says it's, it goes below the ear. So that's why Rameyar Arik writes in his Chuvas in the Imre Yosher, and many accept that position, that it goes to the, uh, to the part that's underneath the ear, right to the end of the ear. Below the ear, that's how far down the Peos HaRosh go. Then Rameyar Arik, though, says that it doesn't include the ear lobe. In halacha, in general, the ear means the hard cartilage of the ear. It doesn't mean the ear lobe. The Gemara says in Masechtas Kiddushin, when you pierce the ear of the Eved Ivri, who wants to stay after six years, the Eved Nirza, if the pierce his ear, you have to pierce the cartilage of the ear. You can't pierce the ear lobe. Cartilage of the ear is the ear, not the ear lobe. So it's below the, my mayor, I recommend it. Fine, it's below the cartilage of the ear. So it's, you know, down to over there. It's pretty, uh, pretty far down. In the Kajuk Lover, the Chuvas of the Eretz Tzvi, who was the Rosh Hashiva and Shiva's Chachme Lublin, he was not a Chesidisher, but uh, because he was a, the Litvish guy who took over Yeshiva's Chachme Lublin, he was over, often asked to, uh, about the different practices that exist between the Litvish and Chesidish. And uh, a very interesting Chuva. So he has a Chuva over there about this Stira and Rashi, about is it on the side of the ear or is it below the ear? So he claims that perhaps it's referring to two different parts of the ear. When he says that it's on the side of the ear, that's the ear in, t- in its entirety. So it's on the side of the ear. When he says it's below the ear, that's the ear canal, the open part of the ear. So I guess it would be a little bit below the bone on the side. It's immediately on the side of the ear, you know, on the side of the ear, but below the ear canal. Then he quotes uh, Akula, which also appears in the Sefer, Megad Give Us Eilam. Megad Give Us Eilam is a storybook that was put out by uh, Rabbi Shurkin from Taras Moshe. I don't know how it somehow became some authoritative uh, work of halacha. But in the Sefer, Megad Give Us Eilam, he has there from Ramosha, Mipi Hashmua, that Ramosha said that uh, the Peas Harosh and the Peas Hazakan, we all know what's head hair and what's facial hair. Ashi, side of the ear, <laughs> below the ear, he means to tell you facial hair versus uh, head hair. So head hair, Ramosha said, that's Peas HaRosh. Facial hair is Peas HaZakan, and Rashi is trying to describe to you where the line is. But if we, you know where the line is, it's obvious what's facial hair and what's uh, head hair, so then uh, the Isa Peas HaRosh only applies uh, to, to head hair. Doesn't apply, um, doesn't apply to facial hair. You must say something like that along the lines of... Others argue Ramosha is just giving a limut schus and it's not something to be relied upon, but that is a curl that exists in the name of Ramosha. The Kajuk Lover has that uh, suggestion as well. You must make some sort of argument over here to limit the, the Peyaz HaRosh to a certain degree. Why? Because even if you'll go with the Imre Yosha, which is the way many, some are machmer, that is below the cartilage of the ear, the Shulchan Aruch says over here, This whole width, you cannot touch a hand to it, meaning you can't cut it. Which means it continues to go across. You can't thin out the, uh, the, uh, the sideburn and it continues to go across the whole width. So what does that mean? A whole width across over here with your nose? So you can't trim your nose hair, nose hair is included also in Peyaz HaRosh? It's like, how could it be? You must draw, you must stop at the nose. It can't be nose hair is included in Peyaz HaRosh. So, so what over here in the middle of your cheek is Peyaz HaRosh? Can't be. It has to be, we draw the line somewhere, what's called head hair and what's called other body hair. And other body hair is not included in, uh, in Peyaz HaRosh. So, so, too, perhaps you can draw the line that uh, we all you can see it's a different type of hair, facial hair as opposed to head hair, so maybe then uh, we could also distinguish in that manner. Even those who have the chumr of the, the, the Ari HaKadosh, Ari said it's a hider not to cut the peos harosha, to let them grow longer, as a hider to reinforce the simana yadus, so the, um, there, there must be a shear to it. 
Shlomo Kluga writes in the, in the Mishnah Masechus Peir, we say every day, One of them is not Peir's Harosh. So he says, if one of them is not Peir's Harosh, must be there is a shear. What is the shear? So he says, till the ear. Once it goes past the ear, you grow your Peir's Harosh down to here. That has nothing to do with the head hair anymore. That's already distance from the head so much, it's not head hair. Until the end of the ear is head hair. That's why those who grow longer Peir's do it until the end of the ear. It doesn't make sense below, uh, below the ear. So, so too, if that is something that's shaykh to the head, and it's just not shaykh anymore to the to be considered peyas harosh, and that's why um, some no. limited to the difference between facial hair as opposed to uh, to head hair. But again, the opinion is strictly what it says in Shulchan Aruch is and below the ear. That's why Mayor Aruch said it has to go a little bit uh, a little bit lower. Where is the shear on top? So, if you turn the page, the Mishnah says in Masechtas Makis that it's Hamash v'Tzedav la'Achari Ozno from the corner. It keeps changing by me, but, but the corner of the forehead. The hair comes in to the top of the ear. You draw a diagonal line. That's considered peyas harosh. Um, above that is uh, that that's no longer considered to be peyas harosh. You draw a diagonal uh, <coughs> diagonal line. Because of that, uh, that's the shear on top. That's the way the Chazanish interpreted this Rashi. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky is also quite interpreting Rashi in that way. From where it goes in over here, draw a diagonal line to the top of the circum- you know the top of the circle over the ear. So because of that, there's a chumrah some have that when you're getting a haircut, so you should tell them not to use the trimmer that they use in the back of your head. You should not use it around the ear because the front part of the ear is already peyas harosh. And if they use that trimmer that doesn't have a clip on it, that's less than a two. Then the kadei lach of rosh on the ikron, and you could cut two hairs less than the shear of kadei lach of rosh on the ikron. You don't have enough to bend it back. That for some are makbed that when you tell you should tell the barber to use the scissors on the front of the on the front of the on the front of the ear. Rebelski, I think, has that chumrah. Others argue it's a chumrah al gabi chumrah. Why is it a chumrah al gabi chumrah? Because the Rambam, the whole shiv k'deilach of Rosh and the Ikron is the Rambam shita by Nazirus. But first of all, you could throw in the Rambam holds it's only a razor itself. But even if you don't want to go down that path, even if it's misbaraim Tar, what's called misbaraim Tar? Some hold it to bend it back. Some hold it as long as there's any hair at all. So here, there is hair. It's not like a razor. It's just perhaps less than a two, less than that, that, that measurement. So according to some, you're not in violation of the Easter at all. And according to the Rambam, it's also only if you cut off everything. If you leave 40 hairs, then you're not in violation of the prohibition. That was why the Chassam Seifer wasn't sure about brushing hair. He threw that into the mix. So over here, you have a Chumra al-Gabi Chumra. Number one, it's, uh, you're leaving more than 40 hairs. You're only cutting two, which is the chumrah of the smog, the sheet of the smog. And number two, you're, you're uh, according to some, it's not in violation, not misbaraim kein tar. So I think it's a chumrah, al gabi chumrah is not necessarily something um, that one has to do. One, peyas uh, hazakin is a much shorter discussion. The Mishnah says as well, peyas hazakin, as we've uh, mentioned before, is only um, if you cut it with a razor. We'll get to that in a second. But where are the peyas hazakin is a much more uh, complicated discussion. We know Peas Harosh are, uh, we discussed where they are. Peas Hazaka, and two of them, it's pretty universally accepted, two of them are over here. Uh, but where, one of them is uh, most accepted, one of them is the, the tip of the chin. Where are the other two? Is a big machlek sarishanim. Some hold it's here, some hold it's here, and some hold it's the tips of the chin. You have a wider chin, it's more pronounced. Uh, here, here, or here. So since the Shulchanan says there's so many shitas about where it is, Yare Shamam Yetzi Kulam, over here, Oisid Zayin. Uh, should be Yaitse. All of them not put a razor anywhere on the zakin at all. Vafilu tachas hagaron, even on the neck part. Should not use sometimes a barber. Gaiushu barber will ask if you want a razor over there. You shouldn't use a razor either over there because we're not, 
We're not sure what's, uh, what's part of the uh, Peyas Hazaka and what's not part of the Peyas Hazaka. The Zayar does say, this is quoted by the Be'er Hetev, you shouldn't touch the, the beard at all. That's what the Zayar says, and the Be'er Hetev quotes in the name of the Ari Kodesh that he never trimmed his beard because of the Zayar that you shouldn't put a hand to your beard at all. They quote the name, of the, it says in the Chuvis, they quote, quote his name, it says in the Chuvis of the Chsam Seifer, he didn't have any Asik in the Staros, and the Chsam Seifer says he once saw a portrait of the Ramami Panu, who was a great one of the Mikubalim from Italy, and the end of the period of the Rishayim, he saw a portrait of him, and he was clean-shaven. So that's a Chsam Seifer uh, wasn't uh, as impressed with this, uh, with this Zayar. Others claim in the Pisgah Tshuva that this is the one Tshuva from Sam Seifer that uh, is very controversial, that the others had their other portraits of the Ramami Panu, that wasn't the correct portrait of the Ramami Panu. Anyway, many do accept what it says in the Zayar. They quote the name of Chaim Velojana that he had a different girsa in the Zayar. I think he made his own girsa. He wrote on the side of his Zayar a different girsa. It says, Manda Oshid Yadai Bizekena. He said, Yadai Bitar. Your hand with a razor. If you have a razor in your hand, then you shouldn't put your hand to your beard. If you don't have a raise in your hand, you should, then it's okay. But of course, as we know, many do accept the Zayar, and there, there is a Hidor um, to, have a, to have a beard. Many, uh, some are mocked, but even never to, to trim the beard. The whole discussion, did the Ariya Kodesh trim his beard? Did he not trim his beard? Uh, beyond the scope of our discussion. Okay, so the, the corners of the beard, we're not sure where they are, so the whole face uh, <laughs> is included in the prohibition, and uh, the Gemara, as we saw already, told us that it's only Bitar. It's not uh, with... Uh, Misperayim Kaintar would be allowed. It's only if you use a, a razor itself. What is the difference, though, between a razor and Misperayim scissors in the way of a razor? What is the difference between uh, the two that's, uh, that, that makes Misperayim Kaintar Mutter and a Tar Osser? So there's uh, two possible differences between Misperayim Kaintar and Tar itself. Rashi and the Mukha Yosef give you an indication on that Gemar and Makis, which we saw already. The only, uh, it's only also to destroy the corners of the beard with a razor, whereas Mr. Rahim Kaintar is allowed. Rashi says, It doesn't cut the hair at its root, meaning it doesn't cut the whole hair. Or the Muka Yasef says, There is hair that is recognizable that's left. So it sounds like a razor cuts the entire hair. Mr. Rahim scissors in the fashion of a razor do not cut the entire hair. So it sounds, sounds like there's some hair that's left. We could have distinguished as well between a razor and scissors in the way of a razor, between the way that they operate. A razor is one blade. Scissors are two blades that function together. So Shulchan Aruch quotes from the Chumas Hadeshen that if you use one blade, even if there is a little bit of hair left, but you use one blade to do it, that's a problem. So he says you have to be careful when you're cutting with scissors to use both blades. So it sounds like we accept both differences. In order to be misparayim that are ke'en tar, that is permitted, there has to be some hair that's left. That's what it sounds like. That's why misparayim ke'en tar mutter in the first place. That's the difference between tar and misparayim ke'en tar. And it has to be done with a two-blade action. That's what it says. Ramah says, even if there's hair left, but you use the bottom part of the scissors only, uh, then you would have a problem. So you need both blades, and there should be uh, some hair that's left. That, in the beginning of the 1900s, mid-1900s, beginning of the 1900s, when the electric razors, electric shavers, came onto the scene, so it was already a machlekes hapoiskim with regards to whether or not they were mutter. The, apparently, they, they quoted the name of Chafetz Chaim, that was the opinion of Chazanish as well, that electric razors leave no hair. It's just like a razor itself. There's no hair that's left. And um, <coughs> it would be a problem of, uh, it's not Mr. Rahim Kain, tar would be like a tar itself. However, 
they quoted the name of Reb Chaim Oizer. The Reb Chaim Oizer was make on here in America, where Moshe was make as well, that the electric razors, electric shavers are allowed. Uh, because there is some hair that's left. Is there hair that's left? or is there, there must be hair that's left, they argue, because the, what cuts the hair is behind the screen. So you have the width of the screen that's in front of it. The blade behind it runs behind it against the screen. They cut like a scissor action. So even though it's a scissor action, uh, since, I'm sorry, since it is a scissor action, there must be the front uh, screen of the shaver. That you have that width of hair that's left on the face. And even though it was in a scissor action, though the Chavitz Chaim and the Chazanish held that it was held that it was also. So Sternbach explains in the Shuvas Van Hagas, their Bachlaikas is that, that when it says Misparaim Kain Tar, there's hair that's left. Does that mean there has to be visibly hair that's left? Or that you could feel hair that's left? You can't see the hair from after you shave with an electric razor. You, don't, you might not see it, but it is there. You can feel it. So the Chavitz Chaim and Chazanish held there has to be something that's visible. And the Rabchaim Moise and Rabchaim held that as long as you can feel it, you know that it's there, you can feel that it's there, that would also be allowed. What about the share of uh, Rosh Hashanah that doesn't apply? No, that's by Peos HaRosh. That's Ms. Baram Kentar is Osir. By Peos HaZokan, Ms. Baram Kentar is allowed. Peos HaRosh, Ms. Baram Kentar is Osir. So that's Kedai Loch of Rosh Hashanah is already, then it's not Ms. Baram Kentar. That's not even similar to a razor. That's, uh, that's Mutter by Peos HaRosh. Ms. Baram Kentar is Osir by the Rosh, according to the Rosh. But Peos HaZokan, Ms. Baram Kentar is allowed. So it's only tar itself that is also. But what is the difference between Misbaram Kain Tar and Tar? So the difference is that there's some hair that's left. Does that mean it's, you can feel it? Does that mean it has to be visible? What came up about 15 years ago, what? What's the, what's the difference? What? According to the time, it has to be visible. Visibly hair. So it doesn't have to be a sheer of hair in Kotar Kula, but it has to visibly be some hair left. Otherwise, it's a tar. Even if you can't feel it, just the knowledge that there is a screen there. Yeah, should indicate that there's some yeah, hair. It has to be recognizable in some way, but yes, I agree with the that. knowledge that there is. Yeah. Right. What came up about 15 years ago or 20 years ago when they came out to, with this technology called the, the lifting cut, if you were, uh, we were alive for that previous, uh, this, uh, when that happened, that came on the scene. So the lifting cuts, uh, they are, their advertising is that they have one blade that pulls the hair out of the root cuts the hair at that point, and then it sinks back into the root. So they claim that they cut the entire, uh, entire uh, hair even below the surface of the level of the skin, like a, razor, uh, like a razor itself. The other problem with the lift and cut is that the way it works is the one hair pulls out, at least it's their advertising, the one hair pulls out the hair, and then a second blade comes along and cuts it without a second, without uh, two-blade action. Since you have the tension of the one blade pulling it out, one blade will be able to cut the hair. So, number one, two problems. Number one, it's a one-blade action, opposed to two blades, and number two, it cuts uh, the hair, which then later sinks below the level of the skin. So, therefore, uh, the Talmud of, of Ramesha, or the Feinstein and others, at the time that this came out, uh, argued that you have to get a shaver that does not have this lift-in cut, um, or you can fix your shaver to remove the lift-in-cut option of the shaver, and then it will function like, uh, like every other shaver. There was also a discussion with the micro-screens, because the micro-screens are sharp enough to cut without... Uh, they have a second blade behind them, but the screen itself is made uh, sharp enough that it could cut by itself. So that's why some felt there are certain micro-screens that are okay, not okay, depends on how sharp it is, I suppose, whether that, that might be a problem with the micro-screens. Others argue uh, that both of these... There's reason to be makele. The microscreens, I think it's obvious, even those who are make this point, if you would run over your face a microscreen shaver that's off, 
it won't cut anything. It will hurt you a lot, probably, but it will not cut anything. So, Hastos, it does not cut by itself. How does the micro screen shaver cut? Because there's a second blade that's running behind it. If it would cut by itself, you could shave with an off micro screen shaver, but it doesn't work. So it must be they only cut in a two-blade action. Even though in theory it's sharp enough to cut by itself, it does not cut. It cuts in a two-blade action. Uh, what about lift and cut? So there's two problems with the lift and cut. Number one, it cuts with a one-blade action. Number two is that it, perhaps it cuts, um, it cuts below the level of the skin. One blade pulls it out, and then the other, it's one blade that cuts it. Yes. But it cuts below the level of the hair. So here, if Shlomo Zalman already has a kula in the, in the Mincha Shlomo, he's not sure, though. Shlomo Zalman says, he's not sure when do we assess if it cuts below the level of the skin. At the time that it's cut, or the finished product after it's cut. At the time that it's cut, it's pulled out from the skin. And then it's cut, at that point, there is a, a little bit of hair in between where it's cut and the skin itself. So there is a little bit of hair. Then it sinks below the skin. So Shlomo Zalman is not sure when we should assess. Is it below the skin or above the skin? The time that it's cut or after it's cut. And then others throw in a sveik Even though Shlomo Zalman is not sure, others throw in a sveik sveikas that you have to believe these companies that their marketing is correct. There's a big assumption. Whether lifting cuts are the same as razors, really they cut below the level of the skin. Goyim are still in favor razors over all electrics. Electric shavers were popular, they say, now in the, in the 50s when people were so happy to have new gadgets, so everyone was so happy, ah, oh, see, I can shave in the car. And that's how electric shavers, uh, you know, got popular. It was uh, for, for people who were lazy. Those who are not lazy by the guy still continue to shave with a razor. It's not the same. Consumer reports, when they list their, uh, the, the rate the shavers, they're all based on how similar it is to a razor, and none of them are, are, are better than the razor or similar to the razor. They're all a little bit, uh, a little bit back. So again, you have to decide if that's enough to call it not Misparan Kane Tar. It has to be Nikar uh, in some way. But perhaps we could throw into the mix as well Shomaz Alman who held that it has to be cut um, when it's a little bit, at the time that it's cut, it's a little bit above the level of the skin. So again, many are Mahme nowadays uh, to get the shavers that are on the specific list. Do not have the lifting cut, the, the, the uh, screens cannot cut by themselves. But perhaps there, there's room to be mako uh, to be mako on, on both of uh, both of the shinos. Yeah. Is that the powder that they used to use? The powder. So that they uh, they say that the powder is uh, is uh, like the tweezers. It burns it. That it burns it off. Tweezers. Okay. Say in the name of Shlomo Zalman, Gehenim burns stronger than the, the powder. If you leave it on, burns. So they say, ah, it burns. He said, Gehenim burns more. But that was, that's all Shiloh, and it's allowed? That's a mutter. It was a Shiloh. It says in the Dakei Tshuva that that's allowed, but uh, there were those who thought it was, might be a lo yuba shkever simlas isha Shiloh. Okay. That's a Shiloh. But in yeshivas, they used to use it. Yeah. I have friends who used to use it. It burns. They all had burns in their face. Tweezer, yeah, you'll be there for it. Mara says it's allowed. Tweezer's allowed, even though it takes up the Yeah, because it's, it's tishchas, you're destroying, but it's not giluach, you're not cutting.